to the Fantasy's Finest Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, William Spencer, Jalen McQueen, and Mark Carter. Yeah, what's going on? Welcome back to the show, Fantasy's Finest Podcast. And guess what? I'm not alone this time. <laughs> Mark, Jalen. Cuz, listen, man, it, the scheduling, I told you, dude, I, had, I, I was gone for a minute, you know what I mean? Listen, I'm back, you know. I know people miss me. I know. I know everybody started saying like, "Yo, I'm, I miss the guy who says who cares." I'm back, man. I'm back. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Some folks thought y'all was fired. Like they got somebody gave y'all a boot off the show. I'm like, no. That's, if anything, me and right. Mark do the firing. Hey, we ain't yeah, right. fired. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> y'all do the. Y'all do the. I, I'm quitting. That's <laughs> no. no, but my guys are back, man. I'm glad to have them back. You know, like Mark said, scheduling is something that we're still trying to adjust to. Everybody has their own personal thing going on. So I'm just thankful the guys can show up when they can. And now that they're here, we get the full the full vibe going. So Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's before, do it. Before we get into the show, let's talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. The, whole get, the whole week leading up to, or just about a couple of days before leading up to the game, I'm like, yo. This is the game the Cowboys have to have because it fits into their mold. They're they're pretty good against the run. You know, they they doing X, Y, and Z. I don't know where you see that stat at when they were good against the run. It was before this game, before this game coming into the uh to this Browns game, they were giving up three point eight yards per carry. That's not bad. But you get ran on like this, and then Nick Chubb gets hurt and it makes it worse. Like they got better as the game went on and for the run, bro. Just like, just imagine. I mean, an interesting stat that most people didn't even pay attention to. They had three running backs go over seventy yards. Ridiculous. And Yo, Nick and geez. Nick Chubb was seven yards away from fifty, and he got hurt. Exactly, man. I was so mad because again, I like I said, I had him. I had him on my lineup. So when he got hurt, I was like, ah, oh, man. I was like, you know what? Five points. Yo, that's fine. But I have. I've had Nick Chubb. I got Nick Chubb everywhere. And this is the worst week <laughs> was, for him to go down. Right. What's crazy is too, I just had a tweet go viral because it's is this is what the tweet says. I'm gonna read it, right? Yeah, go ahead. Um, so this is it's Dak so far this season. He got sixteen hundred yards, nine touchdowns, three interceptions, with eighty six rushing yards and three rushing touchdowns. And the Cowboys are one and three. And a defense gave up 146 points so far in four That's weeks. insane, dude. Like, That's and boys still out there talking about some yo man, Dak not now, doing And it. I'm not even what? getting. And and my biggest thing from this game is, were the turnovers costly? Sure, right. Uh, Dak fumbled and then they scored. Zeke fumbled, and then they scored. Before you knew it, we were down 28-18. I mean, 14 mm-hmm. after having a lead. But the thing is, even with those turnovers, we got it back. To one possession where we were down, what, six? Yeah. And the defense just has to make one stop. <laughs> Alden, Alden Smith got there to stop Odell. He stutters, lets Odell get by him, and then Odell breaks into the house for 50 yards. And then, and then basically, and then on that line, he breaks three dudes' ankles with the cut back into the inside when he was freaking down the sideline. It's, it's just amazing. And then basically, Dak did, we scored 24 points in the fourth quarter before they scored. So Dak did all of that for no reason. <laughs> oh like, and if, if I was Dak, yo, I would be in that locker room livid. I mean, I would be, I would, I would go in that rock, locker room and beat Earl Thomas. Somebody got to get punched in the mouth. Somebody <laughs> has to get punched. I'm sorry. Like, in the last three weeks, I don't want to rant about this because I know we got to keep going. But in the last three weeks, you gave up 39 to the Falcons. Then you give up 38 to the Seahawks. Then you give up 49 to the Browns? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's insane, dude. It looked look like Madden, cuz. It looked like a straight-up Madden game right there. Come on, and man. You still, got, you still got dudes on Twitter talking about some, man, those garbage points don't count for Dak. I'm like, are you serious, if the bro? Game, first of all, yeah. let's nip this in the bud. If the game is within one score, it's not garbage time. If I mean, I don't understand those people. Would you rather the quarterback lay down and accept defeat, or would you rather him fight back? Keep on going. Exactly. Yeah. Because if that's, how you if, that's, the game. if that's the case, 
then we shouldn't have won the Atlanta game. I mean, we fought back and we won the game. That's how comebacks. That's, that's how miracles work. I mean, but but, but Jalen, Jalen, if you're down by halftime and you're down by three scores, that's garbage time. Well, tell that to Tom Brady and the Patriots who were down twenty-eight to three in the Super Bowl. Ooh. Facts. Yeah, good point. How about twenty-one? They were down like twenty-one to seven today. Like, I mean, in, against yeah, the Chargers. Oh, oh yeah, they were. Like, I mean, like, so, like, come on, man. Garbage time don't count to Brady, though, right? Because he threw five touchdowns um, in week four. I just, yep. I just, no, I caught myself today begging for Jason Garrett to come back. No, I'm, I'm not that. I'm not at that point yet. Dad, cuz? Mark, like, really? Mark, I'm mm-hmm. on the edge. I'm on the edge. Nah, really? The reason why I'm not there is because I know that the defense is bad. I don't remember I don't Jason Garrett giving up 49 points. I'm sorry. Dang, go on, cuz. But I don't remember uh, Jason Garrett ever going for two points, ever. In a yeah, situation but you know what? We would have beat the Rams with Jason Garrett because Jason Garrett would have kicked that field goal. Yeah, okay. That's on Mike McCarthy. That's definitely on him. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, when is the last time you've seen the uh, the Cowboys kick an onside kick? Ever, yeah. Back, I mean, back when Jesus was on earth, Falcons game, Jason Garrett would have been like, "We're gonna kick it deep." And I'm like, "What? Uh, we need us. We need us, We need the ball back." Hey, can I make yeah. one more? Can I make one more point before we move on? Yeah. Um, I just want to know why we paid Jalen Smith, Demarcus Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Demarcus Lawrence made a play in the second quarter, and I forgot he was on the team. Jalen Smith can't tackle. He can't cover. I think we really miss Leighton Vander Esch. Uh, no, but I agree because it seems like Leighton – matter of fact, I think Leighton Vander Esch must be like 10 times better than what he actually is because he makes up for Jalen Smith. Like he makes him look so much better when he's on the field. And when Vander Esch is not there, Jalen Smith looks like Taco Charlton. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh, my God. Oh, I, that? I blocked All him right. on Twitter. I blocked him. I'm, I'm tired <laughs> of it. I don't want to see no, nothing more about your glasses that you're selling. I'm tired. Oh. <laughs> hey, yo, stop pushing your merchandise on me, man. <laughs> All right, <sighs> let's let's go on with the show. Uh, before I go, Mark, congratulations! You guys got your first win. Yo, I'm gonna tell you something real quick, man. Because hey, I you, listen, I know y'all was y'all was right, you know, raving about the, the freaking Cowboys real quick. Now, see, here's the thing, because. And I paid attention. I was like, you know, you know me. I'm, I'm a Drew Lock diehard. Let's go, Drew. But Brett, big Brett, look, yo, yo, he look, that dude look poised. Yeah, guys. he looks good. I'm surprised. I was, I'm, look, I'm looking. I'm like, dude. I was like, man, Brett's, Brett's gonna uh, be, you know, perform in a way that I really want Drew Lock back. I was like, now I'm kind of confused now, cause I'm like, what's going on, dog? I mean, he, this dude looks good. He did throw three interceptions too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's the first game, pretty much. You you gonna see. Certain things, but but as far as like his composure, cuz he looked like Peyton out there, man. Just composure wise, dude, for real. That I mean, like, I was like, you know what? I want to see another week of him. I want to see another week. If he if he does, if he does well as far as like taking the interception uh, countdown, man, you know, uh the stats going up, cuz yeah. I was like, you know what, Drew? I don't know, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. He's but we're gonna save that for another time, though. We're gonna save that for another time. Yeah, I'm not ready to give up on quick no. They did beat Sam Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it, yo, 20 20. yo, facts. I put out, I put out that tweet. I was like, is Sam Darnold better than uh, Brett? I'm like, nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Make sure you follow the, the podcast on Twitter at Fantasy's Finest. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle, Fantasy's Finest. You can also follow uh, the hosts. You can follow me at hype underscore finest. You can follow Jalen at ace underscore ECA4. And you can follow Mark at Mike Nux on Twitter. K-N- K-N-U-X. Yeah. Just in case you haven't seen it written on the episode. <laughs> and make sure to subscribe. We're on everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, and plenty more. And make sure you check out the uh, website at thefinestiesfinest.com. All right, we got this stuff out of the way. Let's get into the news. It's on. News and notes from around the NFL. All right, first up, Cam Newton tested positive for COVID-19 over the weekend, and he's likely to miss week five behind, you know, 
contracting the virus. Mm-hmm. So the Patriots will be without him for two games. Dog, almost everybody in freaking NFL got COVID now, man. I mean, it's, it's crazy, Bro. dude. The heck, man! You talk about messing up lineups. Yeah, I lost the Titans and I lost the Steelers. I had same everybody: James Conner, Claypool, whoever you have in fantasy that plays for those teams. You name them, I had them, and they they were not available. Yeah, man. I I feel for anybody who had to go through that this week, this past week, and um, it's just something we're gonna have to deal with moving forward, man, because. It can happen. It can spring up at any time. Um, you know, the Saints had to deal with it. They had to do rapid testing before week four start. Uh, the Sunday game started. Uh, who else? It was another team that the Chiefs had to check. The Vikings had to double check because they played the Titans the week before. So it was like it was just a mass panic, and um, it's just crazy, man. Well, look at the factors, man. I mean, again, every it's just uh, you know all the teams are traveling. All the teams, even after games, they're, they're still back home. They're not in a bubble situation like the NBA. The NBA did it perfectly. They you did. know what I mean? They did. So, you know, it was fine for the NBA. These teams in NFL right now, besides the traveling, going home to the parents, probably doing tasks or whatever, because so they they have more chances, man. I'll, listen, if this don't – I wish the NFL – the NFL had to, you know, rush and do things, man. But the way the NFL handled it, man, uh, compared to the NBA, man, it's so – opposite end it's, it's insane dude it's real insane so i mean you can expect more i mean i hope not god forbid but you can expect more to happen or expect more people uh, players to be called out you know because they do have covid and uh, i mean i don't know man roger goodell gotta gotta figure out another plan or something man because i mean well, seriously it's still scary you know you better talk to Alex over facts the only thing i'll add is that you can't really do the bubble situation with yes you can oh, yes you can how yes you can here's the thing Look! Look! Look at what! No! 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 Listen! Look at what! The, look at what the NBA did! Look at what the NHL did! NHL said we're going to bring all the teams to what? To, uh, I think Canada to play. That's true. You know I mean? That's true, Mark. But I'm with Will. But you got to you you got to have multiple football fields and okay. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then then you you let's let's signif- let's uh like uh, designate maybe two or three cities where we can have like full season. We can we can house a lot of NFL players. I mean like at least something to kind of limit their their exposure to, you know, the, the world at right, least. Right. You know what I mean? Because again, if they're traveling they they're, they're still going back home. Right. They're still going back home. They're, they're still they they still have families to attend to. True. They, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, yeah. It, it's it's insane. Like I said, it, NFL got to do it better, man. That's wishful thinking, but it's not it's not likely to happen. No, nah, but Mark got a point though cuz let's say you get maybe not four, maybe a little bit more, maybe like seven, mm-hmm. and you use the the biggest stadium, the best, you know, the best stadium, right. Cowboys, the new, you know, the new Chargers Stadium, the new Raiders Stadium, yeah. Huge, yeah. So maybe you do you do 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 that th- uh, do those things, and then have those players stay within those seven cities hotels to limit the contact from going back home with their families. Cause Mark got a point there. They are literally getting on a plane, going back home to their families, going to practice. When, I mean, like Mark said, this isn't a normal thing. You can't just, yeah. that's the, that's what the NBA did so well. They go back to their rooms. They only started contact with the, with, with each other before, obviously before they play the teams, but right. And, I mean, and a lot of NBA and a lot of NBA players were, were missing their families. But I mean, that's, that's the case of the pandemic, right? You have to stay in a secure area. And you know to fulfill your contract to fill the season, you know what I mean. And then once and once it's over, yeah, we'll go back home to your families. Only, but only thing I'm thinking is the NFL season would then have to be a little will be longer because with ten stadiums, usually there's like ten games on on a Sunday anyway. Right. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. That's why it's just the logistics just seem it make it harder as opposed to you know doing a tournament style like the uh, NBA did. Right. right. But let's keep going. Austin Eckler is expected to miss multiple weeks with a hamstring injury that he suffered in week four against the Bucks. This is a huge blow if you have Austin Eckler. Oh, God. You, you know, you've already got major injuries to uh, Christian McCaffrey, Raheem Mostert, uh, you know, Saquon Barkley is gone for the season. And, you know, more names are starting to drop at the running back position. That's insane how the top running backs are. If you, if you had a sweepstakes, dude, you're pretty much screwed. You know, mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing. I bet the Chargers are missing Melvin Gordon now. You ain't lying, cuz yeah, baby. <laughs> I got Joshua Kelly there, man. He's he's gonna be a big waiver wire ad this week. If you didn't yep. already grab him earlier in the season or you dropped him, 
you definitely want to go check and see if he's available on waivers. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick Chubb was also injured during the Cowboys game. Mm-hmm. He suffered a knee injury. He's supposed to have an MRI. By the time the podcast drops, uh, there'll be more information about that. He's expected to have an MRI on Monday. So we'll be updating our social media accounts for that news as well. Uh, Chris Carson survived the concussion, and then he stomped on his way <laughs> to 16 carries, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. Chris Carson is playing his best Iron Man ball. He had his up the week before against Dallas. Mm-hmm. He's coming back from a hip injury, and he's balling. Like, if you, this is why I talked about Chris Carson um, before the season started, man. People were sleeping on him, and now he's, he's doing work. Russell Wilson is cooking everybody. It's just ridiculous. But that's it for the news, man. We got a short list this week. So now we're going to get into our new segment. I'd like to call Give Me Five. Give me five. Okay. Now, in this segment, I wanted to make something that's a little bit versatile, something that we can always talk about the top five in different avenues during the fantasy season, or we can flex it and do a a five-item segment. So in this particular uh, introduction, what we're going to do is we're going to do five players, you know, of our choosing, and we're going to do two that seem to be excelling um, through the season so far. Two that haven't been living up to expectations, and one sleeper pick that's been doing work, but people aren't may not be paying attention to this particular player. So I've done enough talking for like six episodes, you know, because I'm solo. <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna leave the floor to you guys, Jalen. Why don't you lead us off? Let us know who you got for your your top two in uh, the excelling part. Okay, so uh, number one. Josh Allen. It's kind of hard to look over Josh Allen. You've been cheating on my feet. <laughs> I'm not cheating. But Josh Allen, I mean, it's hard to overlook what he's doing uh, this season. Leading Buffalo to some crazy wins. I didn't think he was going to get much better as a passer. Fooled me wrong. Uh, you know, you're talking about he got a thousand, a thousand yards, 10 touchdowns, and one pick. Passer rating of 125. I mean, dude is playing lights out. Mm-hmm. I mean, something I did not expect. Um, number two, uh, Calvin Ridley. Uh, yeah. Calvin Ridley, uh, right now, fantasy is ranked as the number one receiver. Uh, every every week thus far, he's put up 110 plus yards. Got four touchdowns on the season. Dude is balling. <laughs> I mean, and then with Julio being hurt, he, I mean, definitely took off and picked up the slack. So Josh Allen and Calvin Ridley are my two. All right. Mark, who you got? Oh, man. You know what's so funny, dude? And I, I was looking at this too, and I'm like, okay, who do I want to? Because I don't want to do the obvious, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I really say, uh, my first one is going to be uh, uh, really Kyler Murray, dude. I like I like Kyler Murray. You know what I mean? Uh, of course, you have over oh, seven hundred eighty six uh, passing yards, four touchdowns, five interceptions. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? But uh, his rushing one hundred eighty seven rushing yards and four touchdowns, four rushing touchdowns, dude. And you know me, I'll, I'll draw to, uh, more towards rushing quarterbacks anyway, or very speedy quarterbacks. I could have said freaking um, my man from uh, the Ravens, but I was like, that's too obvious. You know what I mean? Kyler Murray is probably second. You know what I mean? As far as, okay, I like this dude. I really like this dude right here. Um, I don't want to cut you off. My fault. Real quick. Yeah. Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray, dude. I don't I, I don't, like Kyler Murray. I don't get the hype around Kyler. I, he, I, dude. I mean, as, I mean as, as far as rushing, I mean, sure. I mean, he's obviously a good runner. But as far as passing, he's seven touchdowns to five interceptions. I mean, that's yeah, bad. But- yeah, I mean, listen, listen. I mean, as far as uh, compared to last season, though, man, you know, what I mean, I wish I had the stats for la- for his last season, but I mean, Kyler is actually still he's still good, he's still legit. You know, I, he he's doing really good as far as you know quarterbacks these days right now, man. Um, Will, what's his what's his ranking right now as far as quarterbacks go? You know, um, as far as quarterbacks go, I think once week four is officially right in the books, he's probably going to be in the top five. Top five. Um, I have him. I have him at. Uh, QB4 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know, you know, because at the time of our recording, we're still in the middle of week four 
um, for Sun. We're doing a uh, we're recording on Sunday, so he sits right now um, at the. QB I have four, him, I have him ranked seven. Right now, yeah, seven. Well, and that's on the week or overall. Overall, right now, after mm. after the Panthers game, he's ranked seven. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I still like I said, I still vouch for Kyler, man. I, I, I like the dude. I like the dude so much, dude. For real, for real. Um, my second person, I gotta go with my boy, man. I gotta go with Melvin, dude. <laughs> Seriously, guy. You know, yeah, okay. You know, okay. Much love to Philip, uh, you know, Philip Lindsay. Yeah, Melvin Gordon got it, man. You know what I mean? Like the dude, 281, uh, three touchdowns, man. Uh, a dude, he's 45 yards receiving, one touchdown. Yeah, he's doing good, man. He's gonna you can expect him to do more. You know I me mean, throughout the season, cuz that breakout game against the, uh, the Jets, man, was was definitely it for him, cuz you know, definitely the driver's seat for the Broncos right now, man. I'm not saying that just because I'm a Broncos fan, I'm just saying that because he is legit that good, you know. What I mean, he is the Melvin Gordon, like in the past, cuz you know, what I mean, he hasn't lost a step, so definitely Melvin Gordon, man, was an outstanding player, man, for me. Okay, all right, well, since Jalen stole my Josh Allen. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get accused of being a homer now, but I gotta go with my boy Dizzy Dak Prescott, man. This no, no, I mean you could have kept Josh Allen. Who cares if we got the same? Uh... You said Josh Allen. I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna who cares? You doing? I don't want to do that. Uh, all right, all right, whatever. I gotta go. I gotta go, Dak Prescott, man. But it's not just. It's not just because he's a cowboy. He's really actually been burning through. Uh, you know, playing very well for fantasy. He's mm-hmm. uh. You know, it's either him or Russell Wilson at the top right now. No, well, now. I think Dak Prescott overtook Russell Wilson. Now, actually, week. I just looked. Dak is ranked QB4. QB4 mm-hmm. on full week four? Yeah. All right. So what I'm looking at is I'm looking at his over, the overalls up up until when they um, encompassing all their weeks up until this point. Right. Okay. And I have Dak at QB2. Mm-hmm. He's still behind Russell Wilson, but it's close. It's like. Uh, Russell Wilson is sitting at 122.9 fantasy points. Dak Prescott is sitting at 122.2. So they're basically neck and neck right now. So if you got Dak Prescott, you know, you're doing, you should be doing pretty well in fantasy because the Cowboys are always playing catch up. Um, Dak has to play hero ball. He's throwing a ball 35 plus times a game. It's ridiculous. And he's using his feet. Like uh, Jalen said earlier, three rushing touchdowns. Uh, to this point, I think that's more than Zeke. He averages like three rushing touchdowns a season, I think. or six, six on the season. Yeah, right. He's he's halfway there, and we ain't even halfway in the yeah, season. Yeah, six. Yeah, you so Dak Prescott, man. Yeah, Dak Prescott. Uh, he's top five, dead or alive. He's doing numbers for you, and that's why I got him in my cell part. My other guy is um, Alvin Kamara. Um, he was one of my bounce back candidates. He's starting off really strong. Uh, he's the RB one. Overall, right now, seven total touchdowns in the season after four weeks. For for him to be able to bounce back from the MCL injury and um, you know just the amount of injuries he had to deal with last year, which hampered his production. You when you pick Alvin Kamara, you get you want that efficient Christian McCaffrey light kind of production, and you weren't able to get that last year. And then there was some skepticism about, including from me myself. That you know, he's not going to get the big workload. Um, he's still going to be splitting carries with Latavius Murray, but man, he's showing you why he's top five in in um, fantasy right now among running backs. And then the fact that you other the other top guys, you know, Christian McCaffrey's out with injury, Saquon's done for the season. He, if you were picking in the top three, and you ended up with one of those two guys. Now, granted, they are top tier production but if you you know five or six and you slid and got Alvin Kamara you should be sitting pretty right now because mm-hmm. he's just been did you see that run he did against the great uh the Green Bay Packers yeah that was sick and it was like a it was a dump off like it wasn't like you know hey Alvin Kamara go run downfield I'm gonna throw it to you it was just like Breeze turned to his left threw the ball and Alvin Kamara did the rest which Breeze uh, usually do because he can't throw it yeah. deeper than five yards that was spectacular, but that's why he's top five. All right, so so go, you might as well just go ahead and give us give us your um your two flop away. Oh, mm-hmm. I was I was gonna let you guys. You know, no, no, finish. no. You go ahead, finish finish it off, and then you know what I'm saying. Go ahead, snake drafted. Yeah. yeah, snake drafted. All right, so 
my floppers, <laughs> DJ Moore. He's currently the mm. wide receiver 24 after four weeks. He's just not. Everybody was expecting him to do a breakout, and I was kind of on that bandwagon. And then I started looking at Robbie Anderson, and I'm like, man, something just doesn't. It doesn't feel like DJ Moore is going to be that dude because you hear about Matt Rule and Robbie Anderson, you know, working together in college, and then um, Teddy Bridgewater coming in and them two vibing. And it was just like, mm, let me go ahead and screw Robbie Anderson before the season starts. Yeah. <laughs> so, DJ Moore, man, he's getting targets. He's getting used in the offense, but his targets aren't just, they just aren't generating fantasy value. Mm-hmm. And where you picked him at, and what you were expecting is not what you're getting. Whereas you could have got Robbie Anderson cheaper, and he's currently, I believe, the wide receiver seven after the first four weeks of the season. So right. it's just not what you were expecting. Now, another guy, um, I went to the running back position for this one, and I went Mark Ingram. Now, we all know what Mark Ingram did last season. He was a top 15 running back. But because they drafted uh, Dobbins and Greg Moore, Greg Roman, excuse me, wanted to do the running back by committee, you they're like they're totally messing up Mark Ingram's fantasy value because you know he's a guy who can do it. He's done it before. He's done it repeatedly when he was with the uh New Orleans Saints here in the backfield with Alvin Kamara. He was still a top uh, fifteen running back then too. So you know the guy can ha- carry the load if you give it to him. But if you're getting a guy who's sharing the backfield with three other guy two other guys, you know, he's not getting all the goal line work. And it's just it's frustrating to have him in your lineups, even though you got him at a cheaper price. It's just not worth it right now. I, I would sadly, sadly, I would say I would be considering dropping him or trying to trade him first to somebody right, else. Right. Who but those are my two flops. Uh, Mark, what you got for flops? Ah, uh, dude, man, which is killing me right now, dude. Uh, one I got is is Josh Jacobs, man, running back for the Raiders. Because first of all, really. Man, yeah, I do. Wait, who Josh? I'm sorry. That's, that's, Maybe I heard it wrong. I got Josh Jacobs too. <laughs> that's divisional eight right there. No, it's not divisional. <laughs> I got that's Josh Jacobs. The dude, here's the thing. Okay. Talking fantasy right now. He only had a great breakout game the first week against the Panthers. That's it. That's it. Right. He only had a great breakout game against that was it. Not, what was it? 93 uh, rushing yards, uh four, four, what, uh, three touchdowns? That, that was it. That was it, dude. Mark, he's, he's sitting at the top. I mean, look, I'm you, you have your own reasons for it, so I'm not going to totally. Duh, duh. Here's, here's the thing. I, I expected Josh, and I have Josh in a couple of leagues too, man. Thirty-one <laughs> points. Number, like I said, week one, thirty-one points. Yeah, that's great. You know what I mean? Like, okay, but you talk about like the, the last. Uh, I'm talking, and, and I'm also referring to CBS as well too. Where I, you know, got a couple of uh, Josh with a couple yes, of teams. Standard. Don't forget that. What's that? It's standard. And it's standard, yeah, right. It's standard, true, but but still, but you, you he he's lasted days cool. I mean, what New Orleans he didn't score, uh, New England he didn't score, Buffalo he didn't score. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, dog, but he's getting a lot of carries, man. Okay, but, yeah, but come on, man, he a lot of carries, though. A lot of carries, because he put some touchdown, put in red zone, dude. Give me something, man. You did, you did, had a lot of carries and had some touchdowns in the first week. Give me something the next three weeks, dog. Josh is. I was like, Josh, come on. I was. I was feeling the hype with Josh. I was like, Yeah, I, I, Josh was a great pick. I was like, the, the last, the next, uh, the previous three weeks. I was like, You gotta be kidding me, dog. Like, dog. I, I really spent for him because, like, early on, I really he's spent doing, for Josh. He's doing well in PPR though. That's right, he's doing well. Okay, he's doing I'll well for PPR. PPR but I'll just say that. Oh my you, god! You obviously don't like Josh Jacobs. Right? No, I don't. Like, I'm not saying that it's not. It's not the divisional hate. It's a, it, half is divisional hate. But I'm not. It's not divisional hate, though. <laughs> Mark out here scheming, man. Yo, cuz trust I me, like, man. I like him, dog. We're gonna have to drop a dime on him. Yo, for real, man. And, and and the second, which I'm not going to explain that much, man. But I'll try. Like, listen, listen. You you heard me try to vouch for this dude so many times in the previous episodes, man. But but my man Sam Darnold, cuz like, come on, dude. He's supposed to be. He's supposed to be repping, dog. Come on, let's go. You know. <laughs> I'm not gonna explain it. Y'all already see the dude. You know what I mean? Like, come on. This <laughs> Like, not seriously, 20. it's not still 20, early. Baby. It's still early, Mark. It's still early. I know it's still early. We got, and I, and I, we got, we got 13 and weeks left. Yo, and here's the thing, too. And then again, I was listening to uh, your episode with James Coe, right? And I was, and then James was like, yo, when he says that Sam Darnold's still going to be a top 20 uh, quarterback, for sure. Mm-hmm. But the way he's starting off now, I was like, dang, man. I was like, dude, you're making me lose this bet. 
Like, come on, dude. Make me lose this bet. Like, seriously. It's I'm over. Like, it's not over. Y'all might as well just pick your punishment at this point. It's not, it's not happening. <laughs> ah, God. It's not Dog, happening. Sam is killing me. And I was like, dude, man, listen. They're trying to blame oh, me. Oh, my God. And, and, now, and now he's hurt, too. He banged up. So I'm like, all right, well, you yeah, know what? Yeah, hurt. That, that, that top 20 uh, bet, man. I, you know what? I'm glad we even, we even uh, solidified that bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, trying to walk out of it. I knew what was up. I had to buy it. Oh, oh, go man. ahead, deal. I'm not. Yeah, I, I can't explain. Wait, Sam Darnold got his flops. Uh, number one is Sam Michael Darnold. Gallup. Mm. Um, you know, we all expected. I mean, like like we just said about Sam Darnold, it's early. I mean, he still got 13 yeah. weeks left, but Gallup is getting the targets, and the reception percentage is just is bad. Now, I don't know. If that's a connection thing with Dak, but I doubt it because I mean, you see CD Lamb, you see Amari Cooper, heck, you even see Dalton, Dalton Schultz right now as the backup. Um, I don't know what's going on, but uh, Gallup had one good game against the, C- the Seahawks. I think he had um, six receptions for Buck 38 and a touchdown, but outside of that, he's combined for seven receptions and like 130 yards with mm-hmm. no touchdown. So, um, Michael Gallup, as of right now, is definitely a flop. Yeah, he's currently mm-hmm. sitting at the wide receiver 26 uh, overall at this point in fantasy and PPR formats. And like yeah. you said, he's got 24 uh, targets to his name. And it looks like it's starting to slide. You know, the, and you see the boy uh, Cedric Wilson getting mm-hmm. in the game, man. And don't, don't even forget about Noah Brown because he's been looking good, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It is looking kind of sketchy for uh, Michael Gallup, man. I hate to say it. Definitely. That worries me because there have been a lot of people talking about trade rumors and his name is tied to it because mm-hmm. he would be a number one anywhere else. Right. Yeah. Now, like like I said, I mean, Michael Gallup shows that he obviously can be a clear number one. I mean, right. he, he, he looks and plays a part. And honestly, I think he's more of a number one than Amari. Um, oh no 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 no! I'm not I'm not saying Lamari's bad, but I'm saying as far as the dog in him, you know the the okay. go up and get it type receiver. I look at Gallup as more like when Dak needs a jump ball and needs a playmate, a big third down, he goes to Gallup. He doesn't go to Amari because Gallup's going to go get the ball. Amari is not that type of receiver, so um, and that's why it surprises me that Gallup is flopping right now. You know what I mean? Because being this, though the Cowboys have been down so freaking much, you need a lot of those balls. No homo. Mm-hmm. No homo. So, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised Gallup. I'm surprised Gallup didn't, you know, he's not getting more of those targets. I mean, you know, more of those catches. Um, my next flop, <sighs> it's going to be hard for me to say this now because he just had a freaking monster game but Odell what now that's justified no outside of today I mean because I mean who isn't going to have a monster day against our JV defense um (laughs) Odell has been bad as well I mean he put up I think 41 points today but outside of that he's been bad against the Ravens he had 10 targets three catches he had an okay game against the uh, Bengals and against Washington, same thing. And that was the point I was trying to make as far as Josh Jacobs. But go ahead, you're right. Yep, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and I just expected, you know, same thing with Dallas Condor, where you have a top 10 running back, you have a good receiving core, you have a good tight end. I, you know, they kind of, I mean, obviously they're playing better than Dallas. They're three and one. But I just expected Odell to do more than what he, you know, especially with a new coach. You know, Freddie Kitchens is gone. I just expected Odell to be a little bit more. Him and, yeah, I expected him to be better. Him and Gallup. I will, I will say this. I, I think that I'm, I'm with you on the fact that you're right. He hasn't really done much up until the Cowboys game. But that Cowboys game has shot him up. Mm-hmm. The top 10. But, I, first, mean, I mean, four weeks combined. That's true. That, but you, the I, next couple games going to be harder. He playing against harder. the Colts and he playing against the Steelers. So, oh, yeah. So, so most likely we're going to see the Odell we seen before he played Dallas. So yeah. I just 
if you know, I just want to see Odell more in those big games, obviously. And and that's the reason I have for benching him today because he hasn't done anything. Yeah. So you know. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a seesaw with Odell because you're not gonna be able to run the ball like that every week. You want to. And I think that for the most part, um Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are gonna be factors on a weekly basis. It's just that sometimes, you know, like the real test will probably be against the Steelers. They're one of the best uh, rush defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if that's all you can do and you can't get but so much production out of that, uh, that kind of attack, and you have to rely on uh, Baker Mayfield, he's, mm-hmm. not going, he's not throwing the ball 35-plus times. He's had uh, two 23-attempt games. Before the Cowboys game, now, and he right. you know, just thirty t- attempts, and he only had he had less than two hundred yards. That's what burns me up about that game. Mm-hmm. How, for, no, how but you you're, you're absolutely you absolutely are justified. Number one, if Alden Smith makes that tackle on, o- on Odell, they're looking at like a second and twenty two, at <laughs> least, which forces the ball into Baker's hands, and we all know who who Baker is. I mean, mm-hmm. he he. The, Today he he didn't I have I have Baker as well on one of my fantasy leagues. And he's put up the same points every week. It's like 18 points. Baker <laughs> is not a good quarterback. And I promise you the Dallas defense makes every quarterback look like Peyton Brady. Every time. He said Peyton Brady. <laughs> you did. He said Peyton Brady. <laughs> oh, <man>. uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. That was good. <laughs> Oh man, that's got to be like the worst kind of uh, quarterback you want to see. I mean, and and not to get off topic, but look at last year when we played the Lions. Jeff Driscoll, he looked like he was the greatest quarterback of all time. Then we played, and then you remember last year we thought we had an easy one against the Bears because of Mitch Trubisky. He looked amazing. Same thing with oh, man. same thing with Josh Allen. Amazing. Now with Baker, I'm like oh, I, I wish I wish we played y'all because <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what's funny, Mark? Y'all got y'all got Jeff Driscoll now. So I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Oh, man, he said Peyton Brady. I'm sorry, dude. That, that killed me. <laughs> All right. All right. So, okay, we did our we did our excels, we did our flops. All right, who do you have as sleeper? Who's, My, your, who's your sleeper for the season so far? Oh man. And I don't know if it's a sleeper anymore, but Miles Gaskin is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think like the first two weeks I had him benched, you know, because I had I had pretty good running backs. I I had you know I have Miles Sanders. Also have Leonard Fournette, you know, once he got picked up by the Buccaneers. And then I also have Jordan Howard, who I thought was going to be more so of the running back, you know, him him or Matt Breida. And Miles Gaskin like came out of nowhere. And when I tell you, for the past like two weeks. He's been giving me like really good numbers. I mean, I didn't move a litter for net to the bench. I think Miles Gaskin is definitely a sleeper. If you don't have him, pick him up. I also was going to say Greg Ward. I know we only got one sleeper, but um, I did make that pick earlier in a couple episodes ago. So <laughs> Greg Ward to- also was like a, a good sleeper. Right. I mean, That's everything good. I predicted with the Eagles with Greg Ward came to fruition. Yeah, all they gotta do is get rid of Alshon Jeffrey. That's now. it. <laughs> you it. Exactly. All right, Mark, who you got? Yo, call me prejudice, man, but I gotta go with my wide receiver Tim Patrick, cuz first of all, the last couple oh, weeks, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Tim is is balling cuz he's showing that he needs to be there. Uh the the Augusta Buccaneers game, man. He he's you know, that was like his uh his little starting motion, man, with 43 yards and the touchdown. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, okay, Tim. Though with the Jets game, 113 yards and a touchdown, cuz. My man breaking out says, dog, I need to be on the lineup, man. Like, for real, Tim is a guy you have to get this week for sure. You know what I mean? Of course, we're going to play against New England. I know Tim is going to get a lot of looks, dude. I mean, here's the thing. His his uh, his targets are, are you know slightly going up. I know he has, uh, you know, the first two games with Tennessee Pittsburgh, he had five targets, man. Uh, and he, you know, four targets with Tampa Bay. Seven targets gets the Jets, cuz, and rightly so. Like, seriously, he was a monster out there, cuz. Expect him to get more looks, yo, seriously. Get Tim Patrick. If you haven't had him yet, get him now. If you don't believe him yet, get him now. Man, I'm definitely getting him, because seriously. That's Ooh. if he's available. 
I hope so. <laughs> I went to go get Greg Ward in all of my leagues, and he was going every single one. I figured that. <laughs> I said, well, I oh, called man, it. Can like, I get him? <laughs> it was like, no. No, no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> all right. My sleeper is the Colts' Mo Alley Cox. And mm. the reason why is because we all know how Phillip Rivers like to use uh, tight ends. Yes, sir. You know, that's been said to an, a breaking point at this at this point. But he's just so much better than Jack Doyle. He's, yeah. he's you know, 6'5". The, the ball can move. He's athletic. Big hands, big body, big frame. It, go, you need somebody to go get the ball in the end zone, he can do it. I want him to be that sleeper that everybody picks up, and he just helps your fantasy team take all, especially when you don't, you're not getting production from guys like Hunter Henry. Austin right. Hooper finally caught a touchdown after three weeks. I'm not buying that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Zach Ertz, we don't know what he's going to do now without Dallas Goddard, uh, who was stealing all of his shine. Honestly, and I'm not going on an Eagles sprint, but I really feel like they was pushing Dallas Goddard to do numbers so they can get Zach Ertz out of there. Because they already in the red as far as the cap, but I'm, that's where I'm going to stop. But now you got Zach Ertz who has an opportunity to to change and change the direction in which he was going. You're not getting a lot of production from guys who you were expecting to. But Moali Cox is that guy. I think he can carry your fantasy team at the tight end position if you don't have a good one. And he's still on waivers. And I'm not going to say anything more because we're going to get into our waiver segment in a few. Second, so are we all done? We all done with this, right? Oh, absolutely. Give me five is a wrap. Now let's get into our waiver segment. Cop or drop? Cop or drop? So, um, what I'll do is I got a few names that I'm going to go through uh, for my waivers this week heading into week five, who I really think that you should be picking up because they're still available largely in a lot of leagues. Well, let's, 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 do, let's do one each real quick because I, uh, I know I probably have a couple from your list too, man, I was looking at. So, I'll just be know. jacking my stuff. Let, man. Nah, man, listen, it's the same state of mind, man. It's the same state of mind. But, but I don't bro. like that either. I don't like that, dog. I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. Then you go ahead, Mark. Lead us off. Ooh, buddy, man. All right. So what I want to do is uh, I, I'm looking at, <sighs> I was looking at uh, a couple guys, right? Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to say is that uh, you still want to go ahead and grab, uh, well, first of all, you still want to go and grab uh, Brian Hill. You still want to grab uh, running back from Atlanta. I think that's a good cop, you know, uh, the, the game that he did. Well, <laughs> I'm I, I expecting the game that he did against Chicago, man, week three. You know what I mean? Even though, uh, you know, we're still waiting to see you know, how he plays. Um, 50, what was it? Uh, 58 yards rushing, uh, touchdown. You know, he had uh, 22 receiving yards, man. I, I still feel like Brian Hill is a, is a great uh, person to pick up. You know what I mean? That's a great sleeper to me. Um, you know, as far as and, and pretty much the, the attention that he's getting to with nine touches, man, that game. You know what I mean? Well, again, like I said, I, I still, I'm still looking at him too, but I think that's a great cop though, man. So, you know, I'm going to lead off right there, man. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Jalen, who you got? Dalton Schultz. Um, definitely a cop. Um, <laughs> obviously, I mean, obviously with the Blake Jarwin injury, which was huge for the Cowboys, he felt, you know, he was going to be a big piece in the offense. With his injury, um, I mean, there's been weeks down, but with his injury, Dalton Schultz was a definite cop. Um, and if you've been watching the Cowboys, you see how effective he is when he's on the field. He is like a baby draw when he literally runs, you know, he gets you a bunch of yak. Um and pretty good. I think he, what he had to take, like seventy yards and a touchdown. Seventy two yards on eight targets, yeah. four catches and a touchdown. So, so he's still yeah, yeah, he's definitely. Definitely caught. And he's only he's only owned in twenty four percent of NFL fantasy leagues. So he's still out there. I actually traded for Schultz. You did. Mm-hmm. I, I did. I too, traded and Mark I Andrews. Wow, really? I traded Mark Andrews and Darius Slayton 
for Schultz and Devontae Freeman. Now, the reason I did that trade. No, no, no. The reason I did that trade was because I had a couple running back. um, I had James White. I had uh, Justin Jackson. They both were out. And I really only had Zeke in that lineup. And I had no other running back. So I was losing points because I had no other running back. So I had to make that trade. And Freeman actually played well today. Uh, You know, he's been playing well. So. And like you said, Schultz is playing. Schultz actually only put up four less points than Andrews, so I'm kind of really get still getting the same production there. And I also have Jared Cooks too, so I I had space to make that trade, but um, okay, I had to get that done. Okay, because I was sitting there like, make it make sense, bro. No, <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> I, I, I made it make sense. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, actually, now that you said it, and I, I went and looked at the numbers on the um, season so far. Andrews is only above – it's very close with them. Yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews has 49 – no, I'm sorry. Mark Andrews has 52.6 fantasy points. He is the tight end three so far uh-huh. um, to this point in the season. Schultz is the tight end four at 49.9 fantasy points in PPR format. And just a quick point before you go. The reason why I traded for Schultz was I felt like – I got a good deal, which was a fleece, because the Cowboys' offense is going to be better than the Ravens. Dak Prescott Man. is going to throw the ball more times than Lamar. So really, Schultz is going to get all those red zone targets. That's that's going to Schultz, as you can see today. I mean, Schultz mm-hmm. is going to get those targets more than Andrews. You know, most of the time, Lamar going to run the ball. You know, yeah. Mark Ingram going to run the ball. So I felt like I actually fleeced him looking yeah. towards the future. I mean, that's just me. Yeah. Now that you say, now that you explained the trade out loud, that's a good deal. Yeah. I mean, like you said, production's not that far apart. They're not far apart in, in terms of ranking. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you know what's funny? I played the person I made the trade with this week, and I'm currently beating him by 39 points, and he's not going to win. So, <laughs> so it worked. <laughs> so you know, what I'm good it job worked. by you. <laughs> good job by you. All right, so uh, we're still going to keep going through these cops. Um, I got to go T. Higgins. Mm. He was the uh, – in week four, he played against the Jags. Four catches, 77 yards on seven targets. I said before this week started, after what he did in Philadelphia, that I think that T. Higgins is the new number two wide receiver for the Bengals. And the mm. reason why I say that is because, yeah, A.J. Green drew Darius Slay, so he was going to be oh, on my Oh, you said number two? Yeah. What a, and then, then what when I looked at Tyler the, Boyd, Tyler yeah, Boyd's exactly. number one. Oh, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. You, you, oh, mentioned, yeah. you mentioned AJ so, Green, and I yeah, I was, AJ getting, Green. I, was just, okay. I was in the middle of that because AJ Green, man, he fell off a steep cliff from last yeah. week to this week, and he's not seeing he's not seeing the amount of targets that Higgins and Boyd are seeing. You know, the 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 Bengals are going in a younger direction, and the then Bengals, that, that, and they drafted. Burrow and Higgins at the same in the same draft. Eventually, right. either Higgins and Boyd are going to be fighting for that one or two, or it's just going to be Boyd and Higgins. You know, Boyd at the one and Higgins at the two. Now, now, kind of to hop on you, uh, Will, real quick because I was going to put AJ as a drop. Wait, 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 wait! Save your drops. I'm, I'm only going to give you okay. one more uh, cop, and then we can go into our drops. I mean, yeah. if you guys had any more. Um, players that you should pick up off waivers and then we'll go after that we'll go into our drops gotcha all right um <laughs> i gotcha uh but yeah t higgins 13 percent owned in nfl fantasy leagues he's still out there i made sure that i got him almost everywhere because everybody was falling over justin Jack- jefferson and rightfully so but i knew that when people were going after justin jefferson i would have a shot at getting t higgins and if this trend keeps going the way that I think it is, AJ Green could be on his way out, I mean, or at least sense. on his way out mm-hmm. of the offense because it seems like they're moving away from him. He's still getting a decent target share. Like yeah. I think he had six targets this week, but Higgins and Boyd are going to be those two legit pass uh, catchers for Joe Burrow going forward. I got that feeling. And yeah. then my other guy is. Oh, we I'm were back doing on two. Oh no! no we, we, I we mean, draft. if you have more, no, I, yeah, I got okay. one more. Yeah, all right, all right, go ahead. Well, okay, that makes sense. My next one for my cops is Scotty Miller. I'm back on the Scotty Miller bandwagon. He did pretty good against the uh, Chargers this week. 
seven targets, five for 81 in the touchdown. Second on the team in receiving. This is this is the game I was waiting for, but I was too scared to play him because one, uh, Justin Watson came back from a shoulder injury. Chris Godwin is out, and I didn't think that Brady was going to start looking at him that way, which I should have because of how Brady's been talking about him up to this point. And not only just that, <sighs> going with Brady's head. history, Brady loves his slot receivers. Mm-hmm. He does, and it's just this is the game that we've been waiting for for him to have since like what week one when mm-hmm. he had like seven targets and like almost sixty yards receiving. It was like okay, what Brady's been saying, he's actually putting it in. But now you know we had a couple games in the middle where it was like, oh man, I don't know if I can trust Scotty Miller. I'm back on it. So I already tried to pick him up before this week, uh, before week four started. Um, I'm definitely going to try and pick him up. Uh, heading into week five. He may not be a consistent starter, but if you can grab him and stash him, you might be able to get something out of him, maybe as a flex wide receiver, or if the consistency starts to go that way, then you got a bona fide flex starter for you. So Right. Um and I don't I know he's I know he's widely available. I didn't check his uh percentage, his roster percentage uh, for Scotty Miller, but he's definitely out there. So if you uh Check your leagues. Make sure you can grab him if he's there and you need a wide receiver. Mark, you said you got one more? Yeah, I got one more, man. I got to show love to uh, my man Rex Burkhead, man, the running back for the uh, New England Patriots. Cause I'm oh, don't player. do Rexy. Don't Listen, do Rexy. Nah, because he woke up, man. He woke <laughs> up against that Raiders game, because seriously, dude. Y'all dropped um, him, too. Yeah, see, when he woke he woke up, because I'm going to talk about, like, you know, 49 yards, two, rush, uh, two touchdowns, and then uh, one receiving touchdown, because I'm like, dude. Welcome back, Rex. Like seriously, I missed you. Like seriously, dude. You know what I mean? And I, I know the ball. You don't trust Paul? <laughs> no, you want to see what he's going to do against Kansas City? We'll you see. Know what I mean? I'll, yeah. I'll hold judgment. We, we know we're going to talk. But here's the thing: he's been rostered like I think six six percent, I believe, in uh, in a lot of leagues. But I mean, seriously, yo, I I feel like Rex woke up. Like welcome back, dude. You know what I mean? I feel like that's a good chance to pick him up, man. You know well, what I mean? The only reason I'm it's, jaded on that is because he bit me before because I picked up Rex Burkhead after he had one of them big weeks. And then he ain't do squat the rest mm-hmm. of the season. Just <laughs> wild. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm not point chasing any more Patriots running backs ever. I don't care. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, you think it's gonna be like the, the main uh bell cow guys, you know? Nah, I don't think so. I think he I, I already said what I said. I, I don't trust the Belichick and I don't trust the Patriots running backs. Mm, come on. I mean, no, I'm I'm not that's just my perspective. You might feel that way about Rex Burkhead in a great way. So I mean all right. That's you. <laughs> uh, Jalen, you ain't had no more? Yeah, I got one more. Um, I don't know if most people have them, but uh, Antonio Gibson from the football team. Definitely a cop. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely a cop. I mean. That's, that sounds so weird to say out loud. From the football team. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, dude is balling. And not only is he, like, playing well as far as running the ball, but, I mean. His catches, too. I mean, this dude out of uh, 12 out of twelve uh, targets, he's only dropped two passes. So, I mean, he's definitely a cop. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I have the Eagles game on the TV. And good Lord, that's a good jump. I'm sorry. Did you, yeah, did you just see him hurt? Oh, my yeah, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Add that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, every all the listeners. We do this is so unprofessional, but that was amazing, yo. <laughs> 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 all right, go ahead. Are you? Let's wrap the show up. We're gonna do our drops and then we're gonna get out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, for my drop, I have Austin Hooper. Yeah, he scored against the Cowboys, but I don't expect that to be the norm for him going forward. He's not mm-hmm. being used in the offense as as much as you want him to be, especially for the money that they paid for him. Um, Baker's not looking at him. And there's so many other tight ends that you could get off of waivers, like a Mo Ali Cox, like a uh, maybe Robert Tanya. If Danny Schultz is still on, on waivers in your leagues and you know people have been sleeping on him, he's another one I would uh, target over Austin Hooper. He's just not, he's not being used enough. And when you're not being used enough, you're not being targeted, it's just a waste of space. He may have a couple more touchdowns on the season, but he's going to be way too inconsistent for you to put in your lineups every week. So 
I'm not taking any more chances with him. He had three weeks to do something for me. If I had him in leagues, I'm putting him to the I'm putting him on waivers. He can go. Facts, facts. Who you got? Yeah, dude. I mean, like we were just talking about earlier, man. Again, AJ Green, dude. That's, that's a waste of space. It's yep. a waste of my space, man. Because I had him so many multiple leagues, dude. I'm like, dog. Like, really, dude? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, what happened, man? You know what I mean? Like, uh, so uh, we already talked about him. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I guess elaborate on him a lot more. Uh, previous segment, but I mean, seriously, dude, AJ is, and you're right. You know, I feel like they, they they're trying to move uh, a lot of the young bucks, man, to the to the front end, man. And AJ is going to kind of sit in the backfield, so you know, it's it sucks, man. Bye bye, AJ. Yeah, he was he rostered over like 95 percent, man. Yeah, like what? That's insane, dude. That's a bust and a half. I think that's you know? because people were thinking about getting him as a steal, and it was like, mm, you know, you were hoping that he was going to turn turn the corner. It's right. going to be good after, you know, not playing for a year. and then I don't know. You're th- you th- you thinking that injury is kind of lingering, man, but I'm like. Uh, no, no, I don't think the injury is lingering. I just think that the offense is moving away from him because he's yeah. old and they're younger. Right. You mm-hmm. got a new quarterback, you know, they got that new car smell and he got A.J. Green sitting in the back yeah. like, a, like a rusty old pizza or something. Right. You know, it's been sitting in a, in a car too long in summer heat. So, yeah, they're like, ah, get out of here. <laughs> Jalen, who you got for your drop? Oh. <sighs> Um, Golden Tate. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> obviously. Um, but you know, with their offense, you know, predicated if they, you know, was to still have Saquon. Um, but did hey, Brandon Ayuk just score? What'd you say? Brandon Ayuk just score? I know that's yeah, he very did. unprofessional. <laughs> no, 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 that hurdle was nasty. <laughs> that joke was crazy, cuz. But um, Daniel Jones just isn't a QB. So, matter of fact, I'm going to change my pick. Any receiver on the Giants, just drop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't drop. All right. I'll oh, wait, 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 wait. Keep those receivers in, when they play the Cowboys. But if they're not playing Cowboys, <laughs> drop them. Oh, man. I, the, only, the only wide receiver I wouldn't drop out of the Giants is Darius Slayton. I think his upside still, still holds some value. Right. Right. He's a deep threat. And he still gets targets. And because Shepard is out, um, I would mm-hmm. definitely keep Slayton over Golden Tate. Right. All right. But I got yeah. one more. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was about to, I was just, you know, Golden Tate, he's a drop. Just drop him. Yeah. I got one more drop, and then we can close out the show. Frank Gore. I was going to man. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Frank Who has Frank Gore on their fantasy team. People? He's getting a lot of carries. He's getting a yeah. lot of carries because, you know, Le'Veon Bell's not here. Who's supposed oh to be coming God. back in week five? You can drop Frank Gore. He's, in if, fact. He's, if he's shown you anything over the past couple weeks, is he's going to get a lot of carries. He's not going to get a lot of yards. And he's going to be a black hole in your fantasy lineup. My, yo, here's the thing, too. My man is 37 years old, dude. That, that engine is, is slowly, like, dying, cuz. Seriously. You know what I mean? <laughs> Six years in the league. I mean, hey, you think it's Gore of old, cause that's not that's Frank Gore of old, man. Uh, old Frank Gore, cause like, oh, get, like yeah, old man Logan. He, yeah, exactly. he looks like Gandalf every time he runs the ball. <laughs> like, dog, like, I, I would shall not pass the line of scrimmage. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. I mean, I don't know why anybody has him, but <laughs> yep. Drop Frank Gore. You don't need him in your lineups. Don't yeah. do that. Yep. I, I second that. I second that. Yeah. Even in desperation, if you don't, if you're dealing with injuries, don't pick up Frank Gore. It, yep. it's just it's don't just do sad. it. At that point, Please. you might need to. If you need, if you're debating on putting Frank Gore in your lineup, you might need to make a trade at this point. Oh my God, it. I got an announcement too. <laughs> what you people, got an announcement for? Go ahead, listeners, people, listeners. If y'all want fantasy advice, please, 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 please just tag uh, Fantasy's Finest because y'all blowing our okay. menses up, tagging us in every tweet, man. <laughs> Dog. Facts, man. Actually, I'm here, be a better. I mean, it, it just, you know, we can get that stuff out to y'all from that account, but y'all tagging my account. Mark account, Will's account, and then a million other accounts, bro. We all feel like, come on. Yeah, and shout out, shout out to my my man. I think I forgot. I want to. I can't get my Twitter up, man. But my boy in uh, in Germany that's playing Facebook that was hit me up too, man, in another language. Because I'm right. like, dude, I, I don't know. 
I'm like, I don't know what you, what you, you know, and, and I'm trying to, you know, hit the translate and I'm like, okay, I see what he's saying, right. but I don't know how to respond to that, man. Like, you got a boy from Germany? Yeah. That's what's mm-hmm. up, though. I don't, now, I don't mind DMs. I, I, I'll i answer whatever questions y'all got DMs, even if you want to just talk football. I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to seem like I'm rude, but y'all don't understand those Twitter notifications, yo. And <laughs> those Dang. Twitter notifications, when you tag me, it lets me know when all the million people you tag, Likes it, retweets it, comments it, bro. I don't got time. Y'all getting, getting jailed in trouble at home with wifey. Facts, right? Yeah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Who's tweeting you at four in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Jalen. Why your phone? Not me. First of all, first of all, you're a rookie in this marriage game. Anyway, if your phone, or if your phone has a volume to it, it should be vibrating at all times. <laughs> <laughs> so husbands, phone on vibrate. Husband game one on one. Y'all need to be honest. <laughs> yes, tag fantasy's finest, and please. we will get to it. Like, we'll we'll get to it. Like, please. Yeah. Now, can, now I, when, I, y'all, when y'all when y'all letting us know y'all got podcasts and stuff like that, cool. I don't mind being tagged in. I retweet. I'm facts. I'm listening to it. But when you just facts. making a random tweet, bro, I mean, come on. I don't need to be so tagged weird. in that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call the segment Jalen's rant, man. Like <laughs> Jalen's rant at the end of the show. If, if you have any fantasy questions, I I I don't mind the dimensions. I will try and respond as fast as I can. You can hit me up at hype underscore finest, or you can leave your message, or you can leave your fantasy question with on the fantasy finest account at fantasy's finest. So either way, either you want to hit me up or you want to hit up the account, we will be more than happy to get to your question. Now, we'll pay attention to it too. Yeah, yeah, we'll pay attention to it. Um, and also, if you, we could start a mailbag. I've mentioned this before on the show. Yeah, that would be perfect. It's also uh, we have an email that you can send in messages to, and we can get a mailbag started. And then whenever we do the show, we can answer some of your questions on the Fantasy Finance. You Remember, know what, we drop too? Every Tuesday and Thursday. Right. And you also, we should seriously, and I'm going to say this on the show so the people listen to it, maybe they can give us some feedback. We should seriously start doing a segment where people send in questions and stuff like that. And we discuss, you know, make it into a segment where we discuss it on here. Yeah. That's the mailbag. I, I mean, the mailbag was just okay. I could be, yeah, okay. That's why. Yeah, mailbag. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Basically, hey, we get questions from listeners, and we answer right. the questions on the show. That's right. basically what a mailbag. Is. Yo, that would be perfect. Facts. Yep. Because if I wake up to another eighty-six notifications, <laughs> I'm deleting my account. I promise. <laughs> if anything, he'll get booted before he gets. Oh yeah, that's no. Actually, I mean, as you. First of all, I just want to put everybody on Twitter who don't know, you can mute no, you can mute notifications from from people who do not follow you. It's the greatest thing on Twitter in the world, <laughs> especially being a Cowboys fan and dealing with Eagles fans. It's the most perfect feature in the app mm. ever. I mean, my, Mark's a Broncos fan; he don't have too much hate. I mean, nobody cares about that division. But (laughs) (laughs) Patrick Mahomes or nobody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. (laughs) This is stupid, dog. I hate y'all. We can do that that, uh, going forward. So if you have any fantasy questions, you can always leave them. You can can either email us at fantasyfinest3 at gmail.com. You can DM the account at fantasyfinest on Twitter and Instagram. And you can you can uh, mention me or DM me at hype underscore finest. I'll be able to answer your questions the fastest because I'm always on Twitter. So <laughs> just just do either one of those three ways, and we will definitely get back to you. DM me as well. So I'm in the back that too. And um, y'all just leave your emails. Email the uh, email the account at fantasyfinest three at gmail.com and we will put it on the show. Oh um, my God, George oh, Kittle! Oh my God. <laughs> That's a great way to end it, though. Yo, yep. George Kittle is. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap up the show. Lord, Thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Thank you for coming back to the show, Jalen and uh, Mark. I've got to yep. tell Mar- uh, Mike from across the Cowboys that you guys weren't fired. So yes. he'll be at now. He was a little Actually, worried. He was like, oh, we, were, "We were fired," uh, but <laughs> Mike, 
thank you, Mike and Paul. Thank you for bringing that up because then he had no choice to hire us back. We could, exactly. We did demand a little bit more money. I, I'm like, listen, we were fired from here. We were going to cross the Cowboys, man. Do I have <laughs> They pay us better, but hey, I don't know. <laughs> That'll do it for the show. Thank you guys for listening. As always, we really appreciate you guys checking us out. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and we will holler at you at the next show. Take it easy, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Be sure to join the community on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, too, at the Fantasy's Finest. See you next episode.